Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, y'all. Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. I miss y'all. Oh, so much when I am gone. But I know without a doubt that being obedient to our Father in this season is most pleasing to Him. So welcome, 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 welcome. Good morning, hey y'all, hey. Oh my goodness, how y'all doing this one? Hey, Katina Davis. Oh, girl, you so faithful. I can't wait to see how God rewards you because guess what? He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That is not something made up when we continue to seek the Father. Guess what? He's going to reward us and we're going to receive peace and we're going to receive joy and we're going to receive love, and we're going to receive whatever it is we're seeking. He is not the kind of father that you seek after him. Come on, y'all. Good morning. He is not the kind of, hey, Jackie McMillan. He is not the kind, hey, George King. He is not the kind of father that you seek after him, and then he not provide what you need or give you what you're seeking after. Hey, my son, bless morning. Woo, so we got to get together too and talk. I want to check in with you. Woo, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'll message you today um, and see if you have some time. Lord, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. Good morning, good morning. Share the video. As you coming in, don't hold this to yourself. <laughs> Let me say it one more time. Do not hold this to yourself. Do not be the person. Hey, Cecily Smith, do not be the person this morning. What's up, Moralton, Arkansas? Good morning, Cynthia Jackson. Do not be the person this morning. Good morning, Thea Thompson. Holding to ourselves. Yes, we welcome the Holy Spirit this morning. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. I am so grateful to be here with you. I am so charged up this morning because God is that kind of God. And if you believe God is that kind of the God, then do me a favor, make a joyful noise unto the Lord this morning. Make a joyful noise. Sing his praises this morning. Come on, let's get in some gratitude. Hey, Yara, tell me something you're grateful for this morning. Good morning, Jericho Carter. Hey, my love. Hey, Kim Yarley. Hey, D. Horton. Good morning. I'm going to take a sip of coffee while you guys pause, right? And tell me something you're grateful for. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Hey, Lissandra Hamilton. Good morning, woman of God. Come on, tell me something you're grateful for this morning. You know how we start? We start with gratitude because when we put gratitude in our attitude, Rosie Biley, we have nothing to complain about and it would not do us any good to complain anyway. So let me hear your gratitude in your attitude this morning. Woo, come on now. Yeah, George King said he is grateful for for heat in this cold weather. Carmen says she's grateful for the Holy Spirit. Oh, Dee, Dee Horton says she's grateful for her parents. I am too. I'm so grateful for Derek and Jamie and Candy. And I have surrogate mothers, Pastor Cheryl. Oh, my God, Mama Aggie. I'm so grateful 
for my surrogate mothers as well, because they are just as important. And can I tell you something? Do not let the enemy fool you and make you think you are orphaned and in this world by yourself. You are not in this world by yourself. And if you are lacking a mother, and if you are lacking, thank you for sharing my Renaissance grandma. If you are lacking a mother or you are lacking a father, guess what God will do for you? He will send you a surrogate. But can I tell you oh, what you got to be able to do? You got to be open to receive the surrogate. Because I cannot tell you what often happens to us because of rejection, because of insecurity, because of fear. Our, what, what we typically do is put up walls instead of opening up windows. Oh, come on. We put up walls instead of opening up windows see open when you open up the windows blessings can pour in when you put walls up ooh, you cannot receive what you need oh my god oh my god when you put walls up you cannot receive what you need so many of us hey freedom have been looking for things needing things wanting things asking the lord to do things for us and we done threw up this wall Ooh, come on now and the wall is preventing us from receiving the surrogates from receiving the mentors from receiving what we need so you don't need up a wall and you need to pause and ask the lord lord god show me hey mary lewis good morning woman of god show me this morning if i've thrown up a wall oh my god show me this morning have I thrown up a wall? Because the wall is preventing the windows of blessings from being activated in my life. When walls come up, right? You quench blessings, you miss opportunities. And we'll call it, it's my discernment. I'm discerning. No, baby, you suspicious, you fearful, you anxious you heighten and often how the lord gets multitudes of blessings to us is through other people well i gotta be in a position to receive the blessing i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna tell just a little bit of josiah's business because i know he won't mind this isn't all this is all because we were talking about this and working through this he is very it's funny he's what we would consider to be an ambivert but he leans high into introverted ways, right? And he was talking to me, he was like, you know what, I ain't really heard from none of my people over the break. And I said to him, I said, Josiah, I wouldn't reach out to your butt too, it, it, but, but reach out to you either if every time I reached out to you, you told me you couldn't go somewhere or you couldn't do something or you were too busy. <laughs> Not even knowing that a wall had been resurrected or that he was operating in a particular zone. Sometimes we offer operate in zones and don't even recognize, oh, the Holy Spirit is spitting it out this morning and don't even recognize that we're operating in a, a no faith zone or we're operating in a no love zone or we're operating in a no friendship zone. We don't even recognize that we are operating in those zones but we're operating in those zones and they're limiting God from getting blessings to us and for us to receive what God has for us. You are not limited to the same circle, to the same people, to the same abusive situations, to be in the same vices, to be in the same places, to have the same experiences. That is not the kind of God you serve. 
As a matter of fact, he said his word. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody. Quote the word with me this morning. He said his word will be a what? A light and a what? Come on. A lamp. How can he light and lamp be the light? Be the light, be the lamp unto the feet and a light unto your path. If you thrown up walls and blocked him out and kept him from being a blessing or allowing other people's to be a, people to be a blessing. That's just a nugget for you this morning. I hope you chew on that this morning. Do me a favor. If you're coming in this morning, share the video, put it on your timeline, send it in your inbox, wake your girls up, wake your fellows up. It is time for us to experience the glory of God this morning. Come on, I'm going to pray for us. And then we're going to jump right in the word. If you're coming in, do not forget to drop your gratitude. What are you grateful for this morning? I am so grateful for the power of God that tears down strongholds and yokes and things that have come against my mind. This morning, I had dozed back off. I woke up like it's something. We got a new family member. I'll talk to y'all about that a little later. Judah got his prayer request answered. We got a brand new family member. And I was up bit with our new little family. We haven't had a baby. It's the puppy. Um, I was up with our brand new family member. And I dozed back off. Thank you, y'all. Me too. Um, and I dozed back off. And when I dozed back off, I had the worst nightmare from hell. It was not from God. It was from hell. And I'm like, what's the likelihood that I'm having this nightmare and I gotta go teach the devotional. I'm glad for the power of God because the spirit of God flooded in and was like warning, alert, danger. That is not for me. Don't you receive that mess? Don't you walk into that mess? And the power of God just began to overtake my mind that I could feel the stronghold up in my mind saying that did not, that is not some mess that came from me. So don't you receive that? from that messenger Satan. I'm so grateful this morning for the power of God, how it can tear down strongholds, how it can tear down yokes. Come on, mama grandma said, Miss, my grandma's grandma said she's glad the Lord has forgiven her for her path. Angela says she's glad and grateful for life today. So let me pray for us so that we can get in the word today. Father God, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you for waking us up this morning. I thank you for breathing breath and life into our body. I thank you for every opportunity that you are presenting to us. I thank you for this devotional this morning. I thank you for every life connected to this devotional. I thank you every life in this ministry. I thank you, Father God, that you keep us out of the plots, the plans, and the traps of the enemy. I thank you, Lord God, that we operate today in the mind of Christ. I thank you, Lord God, that we operate today in the will of God. I thank you, Lord God, for your supernatural peace. I thank you, Lord God, for your glory. I thank you, Lord God, for your grace. I thank you, Lord God, for brand new mercies. I thank you, Father God, for giving us our daily bread. I thank you, Father God, for passion, for love, and for ministry. And I thank you, Father God, for my sons, David, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayn, and Casey, my grandsons. I thank you, Father God, for those that are connected to me. I thank you for Deshauna, Ramonda, Stassi, Tracy, Shonda and Kimberly and Jessica and Andrea. I thank you for Cambria and I thank you for Jamaica, Lord God. And I just thank you, Father God, for Kim Yarley. And I thank you, Father God, my God, for Nisi and Miss Pat, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, 
for your faithful servants that serve. Thank you for Yara that works in the medical field. And I thank you for all our teachers represented on the devotional today. And I thank you, Father God, for our kingdom leaders represented in this devotional today. And I thank you, Father God, for our government influences represented on this devotional today, Lord God. For we know that the seed that you plant in us, Lord God, that we will be able to carry it out to the nations, Lord God. I thank you for changing lives this morning for generations. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the Lord God that heals us. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the Lord God that strengthens us. I thank you, the Lord God, that you are the Lord God that when we are weak, Father God, that you extend your grace. When we are sinful, that you extend your mercy, Lord God. I thank you the Lord, that you are the Lord God that chose us. I thank you the, that you are the Lord God that set us apart. I thank you that you are the Lord God that deemed us to be the apple of your eye. We thank you, Lord God, that you know every hair on our head and we cast every worry. We cast our fears on you, Lord God, for we know that you care for us. We know that there is no circumstance and no situation that is above your pay grade. So we thank you, Father God, that you reach low and you grab us up, Lord God, and you love us exactly where we are. We thank you, Lord God, that you pouring out revelation knowledge. We thank you, Father God, for feeding the hungry, Lord God. We thank you for the authority to lay hands on the sick, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you can even cause us to redeem the time, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are not too late. <laughs> we are not too late. We are not too late. Lord, so we thank you, God, that you are God. You are the supreme ruler. You are numero uno, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that we have tender, responsive hearts towards you, Lord God. Remove from us a stony heart and give us a heart of flesh. Lord God, we buy the eye salve this morning. Open the eyes of our understanding so that we walk in more revelation of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Do not let us be ignorant. And we thank you, God, that favor goes before us. Ooh, thank you, Lord. And favor produces supernatural increase. And favor causes policies, rules, and regulations to be reversed to our advantage. And favor is causing us to walk indoors and Favor is causing us to meet our spouses and favor is causing abundance to come in our life so that we can be givers and give more. We thank you for doors of opportunity. We thank you that you hear this prayer. We thank you that we walk in the power agreement. We thank you that we do not forsake the assembly and we thank you for overwhelming us with your love. My God, we thank you that your protection is around our children. We plead the blood of Jesus over this day. We thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Father God. We plead the blood of Jesus over the schools, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for um, enlarging our immune system and creating super cells and super immunity, Father God, that takes over all manner of sickness and disease. And we thank you, Father God, that we, you overwhelm us with truth today, when insecurity, when fear, when worry tries to come in, that you overwhelm us with your truth today. We turn our receivers on to you, Lord God. You said in your word, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And we thank you, Lord God, that we will not be judgmental of others. Lord God, that we will be 
uh, we will recognize and see the the plank that's in our eyes. We thank you, Lord God, that we forgive those. Oh, my God. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Let's pause. My God. Father God, show us anybody that we've been holding unforgiveness or where we may have had offense. Lord God, we thank you that you're revealing whoever or whatever where we have we've been walking in unforgiveness. We thank you, Lord God, that we release that person right now in the name of Jesus and that we begin to walk in forgiveness today like never before. And Father God, that we forgive ourselves. We receive forgiveness for ourselves, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your precious son, Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit. Will you do me a favor if you can? If you're driving, don't do this or do one hand. Would you do me a favor? Will you just throw your hands up and just say, Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord. Give me a fresh infilling today in Jesus' name, amen. And remember 1 Corinthians 2 and 14, this will not make sense to your natural mind. We receive this by the Spirit in faith in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. I feel freedom. I feel freedom. I feel prayers being answered. I feel questions being answered. I feel doors being unlocked. I feel you meeting us right where we are and picking us up and pulling us into your bosom because you're that faithful. He or she who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And I thank you, Lord God, that we abide in your shadow today and that we will not forsake you or leave you because your word says you never leave us and you never forsake us and that you make us more than conquerors in Jesus name. Amen. That you never leave us and you never forsake us and you make us more than conquerors in Jesus name. Amen. So Father God, I thank you, Father God, that you we are your sheep and you are the great shepherd and you are leading us. Woo! my god can i read that over to you read read that over you today i'm gonna read psalms 23 in the message bible and then we're gonna get right back into our study remember we're learning our spiritual gifts and i got a question for you today come on now oh god my shepherd my god remember the message reads like a message so what kind of version is that it's the message bible it reads like a message to you says god my shepherd i don't need a thing you bedding me down in lush meadows You find me quiet pools to drink from, true to your word, true to your word. In other versions, it says, you'll let me rest, true to your word. You let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid. You have no reason to be afraid. Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. My God, even in the worst situation, it says, when you walk in my side, your trusty shepherd's cook cook makes me feel secure. This tells me that he can pull me back in, even when I'm about to make the worst mistakes. It says, you serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. God will revive your drooping head. Come on now. My cup brims with blessings. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house 
of God for the rest of my life. God's beauty and love takes everything. That's why it's so important for you to slow down, right? Sometimes God's beauty and love is chasing after and, and gets us wrong. It can't catch us. And the reason it can't catch us is because we're not on the path. We all over the place. God never intended for you to be all over the place. Man desires for you to be busy. Satan desires for you to be busy, busy under Satan's yoke. But God wants you to always pull you in places of rest. That's why when I mentor and I coach people, I'm telling you, you need an hour of what we call like white space, or you need an hour a day to yourself where there's no technology, where there's nothing going on, where you can get quiet and where you can spend time. And if you can't spend an hour in one span, break it up in the morning. Put your meditation, your worship time, your word in the morning, and then get 30 minutes to yourself in the afternoon. But you need that time so that you can be refreshed by the Lord. So um, where are we at? Y'all remember what we're studying right now? What are we walking into? We Paul is talking to us concerning the spiritual gifts, right? Paul is talking to us just to, concerning the spiritual gifts. Do you have your cards? Have you been keeping up with your cards? If you haven't been keeping up with your cards, I'm telling you, a note card will revolutionize your life. A note card will change the game for you. A note card will force you to write smaller. Um, a note card will let you capture the moments. And I am a teacher by trade, right? If you ever, ever, ever want to walk in a higher level of memorization and to learn to mutter and to learn to change your thoughts, writing it down will change your life. Writing and writing it, not saying typing it doesn't, but writing it down will change your life. So we've been talking about um, the spiritual gifts and how important the spiritual gifts are in our life and today we're going to just kind of go through a few things catch back out remember these are gifts by the spirit how do we get our spiritual gifts we get our gifts from the spirit you don't decide your spiritual gifts right you can you can ask for your spiritual gifts you can desire your spiritual gifts but your spiritual gifts are given by the spirit this is not something you can conjure up. This is not something witchcraft. This is not something, this is biblical. This is spiritual. This is how the kingdom of heaven works. This is how the kingdom of God works. So about their spiritual gifts, right? Um, we know that there is something that can interfere with our spiritual gifts. What are the things that can interfere with our spiritual gifts? We talked about that last time we were on Coffee and Conversation. The things that interfere with our spiritual gifts are what? Woo, idols. Woo, my, ah. And we pause for a second to begin to tap into and ask God. And God showed us some things that could be idols in our life. He showed us careers. He showed us how our family, um, she could be idols. Can I tell you something? When we're in a circumstance, in a situation, and I love my kids, I promise you I do, with everything in me. I love all of my sons. I love my grandsons. I love my spiritual daughters. I love all of those people that I'm connected to, right? But none of those take the place of God. And we'll make statements and say things like, my kids are my whole life. Your kids were never meant to be your whole life. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm not trying to upset you. But your kids 
your marriage, your spouse, your career, your job, anything that sets itself before God is an idol. Anything that tends to pull you away or take you away from God is an idol. So guess what, baby? We are not supposed to have, oh, my kids are, you know, my kids are my son. Mama. My, I love my sons. I will go to war for my sons. But baby, they do not take the place of God. They do not take the place of God. And can I tell you something? For those of us that have adult children, because whether you know it or not, if you are new to the devotion, I have adult children. My oldest son will be 30 this year. For those of you that have adult children, you'll get revelation to understand, right? You'll get revelation to understand that they will live their own lives one day. Oh, come on. Somebody set the captives free. Holy Spirit set the captives free. They will live their own lives one day. And those lives may be contradictory to how you raise them. And those lives may be contradictory to what the way you feel about them. So my God, your children cannot be, I, I feel the Lord setting somebody free. Your children cannot be your whole life. Your, your sons are not your, can I be real? Can I just, can I talk to you? If, you? if this is your first time on the devotional, we deal with real things. <laughs> we deal with real things on this devotional. Your sons, they can, they cannot, they cannot be your idols. You do not put your whole life into your kids. You put your whole life into God. The scripture says you're to train up your child in a way that they should go. So we train them up. And when they're old, they're not going to depart from it. Our job is training. Our job is, uh, they don't even belong to us. They're not even our kids. They're not even our kids. So I'm, I'm, I know the Holy Spirit is dealing with this on this because kids are, are one of the things that we make idols. Ooh! Spouses are one of the things that we make idols. And God is very clear when he says, there is no other God that you should have before me. And when he says that there is no other God that you should have before me, and we don't see movement of the spiritual gifts, or we don't see movement of the power of God. Can I tell you something? Idols zap and take away your power because that's what you put your concentration on. That's what you put your focus on. And then can I tell you what happens? Stuff will happen with your kids, and then you feel like your whole life has ended because of something with one of your kids, right? Or you feel like your whole life has ended with something, even if a kid dies, like if a kid dies and I can't, I lost the baby. I cannot imagine having a kid here on earth that you have raised and something happened to them. That is a tragedy, but your life does not end when you're at the end. When my husband went to be with the Lord, my life did not end when my husband went to be with the Lord. Like my life, like his sickness was not unto death. Guess what? I get to see him again, right? And I lost time, and I thank God for restoring time and momentum, because honestly, can I be honest for a second? When you went to be with the Lord, I wanted to go be with the Lord. I was drowning so much in sorrow and grief. I was not allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to me and not recognizing that those relationships have become an idol. Your career, your success, making a certain amount of money, those things cannot be idols. Those, and often when we rearrange those things and place those things before God, right? It'll shake up the equilibrium. And this is what I know to be God. God is a jealous God and things will happen 
that that will open our eyes but it's up to us to get the revelation and to understand so we got to make sure that we don't skip over the part of the idols like i wrote something one time preparing them for their wives preparing my my children to leave the nest and even recently i shared with y'all last time where god has showed me i was in a bubble in some places where they weren't even getting to test out as a matter of fact the lord told me that you want to train them up before they leave here you don't want them to leave here and not be properly trained and then not know how to really deal with this world. And I remember my oldest son told me, he said, sometimes y'all have shown us life in this certain perspective. And when we got out here, people were not like that. Y'all were like that, but people were not like that. Oh my God. So that opened the eyes of my understanding to recognize how we can even make our family. We can become so absorbed in our family that we've eliminated other people and we've eliminated, or we're so absorbed in our career or we're so absorbed. I can mark many times when my priorities were not on God and my priorities were on myself and something shipwrecked me. Something shipwrecked me to put me in perspective we do not have to wait on a shipwreck. Oh, come on. Come on, y'all. Help me. Somebody help me. Oh, my God. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit teach this series. We do not have to wait on a shipwreck. <laughs> we can take the word of God to be absolutely true, Sharice. We can take the word of God to be absolutely true, Kim Yarley. We don't even need to make ourselves an idol. Oh, my God. That's why you, this is what humbles me. This is what humbles me because you know what? I remember all the time that I don't give myself spiritual gifts. <laughs> I ain't give myself these gifts, right? We don't have to have a shipwreck. We shouldn't have to have a shipwreck. The word of God should become so real to us when the Lord says, thou shalt have no other God before me. First Corinthians 10 and seven, do not be idolaters as some of them were as it is written right? Do not, the, the people sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in every revelry. Do not be idle turns as they were. This is the word of God giving us an example, right? First Corinthians 10 and 14, therefore, my dear friends, flee from idolatry, <laughs> flee from idolatry. This is why you got to be receptive and open to the word of God to show us. We don't have to wait on a shipwreck. We don't have to wait on something bad to happen before we remove an idol in our life. The Holy Spirit comes and taps on our heart. Hey, you out too far. You done gone too far with this. You thinking too much on this. You spending too much time. And this, this thing is taking over your life. This thing is draining me, draining you. This thing is pulling me, pulling you away from me. This thing is keeping you from walking in power. This thing is keeping you from whatever, whatever it is, right? First um, John 5, 21, dear children, keep yourselves from idols. That's what reminds me that it's us. Like sometimes, can I tell you, we are so kumbaya-ish. I ain't trying to step on nobody's toes, but we gonna come with the real. We are sometimes so kumbaya-ish with the Lord. Come by here, Lord, remove the idols from me. Here's what the word of God says. It says, dear children, keep your 
yourselves. Don't check uh, YouTube. Dear children, keep yourselves from idols. Woo! So it's my responsibility, 1 John 5, 21, according to the word of God, that I need to keep myself from idols. Ooh, woo. So don't be, Lord, just, Lord, you know, just keep me from idols. No, the word says you are to be keep, kept from idols. You are to keep yourself from idols. That means you got to be open to the Holy Spirit. That means you got to be open to wise counsel. Can I tell, come on, come on, Holy Spirit. Oh, my God, my God. Y'all know how I feel about this. There is wisdom in the multitude of counsels. Counsel, Proverbs eleven fourteen, where there is no counsel. My God, where there is no counsel, the people fail. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. When you, you have to, I'm going to say this a thousand times, you got to trust somebody. Woo! Oh my God. You have got to get to the place where you trust wise counsel, wise counsel. Who and what is wise counsel? Come on now. Can, can I tell you something? What you might not see it. Oh, you might not see it. You may not recognize, my God, my God. What is wise counsel? A wise person can use their experience, their knowledge, and the word of God to help you make sound judgment. I'm going to say it one more time. Wise counsel can take their experience, their knowledge, the, and the decisions, and the word of God, my God, to help you make a sound judgment. That's what wise counsel is. It's advice given to you, right? My God, it's advice given to you. It's an action. It's a behavior. Come on now, it's a consultation. It's something in place that helps you to guard your thoughts. You have got to be open to wise. You got to ask the Lord and ask the Lord, Lord, what's wise counsel, right? And wise counsel, here's, here's something I want to share with you. Wise counsel, because you got to be careful of people who want to be seen or they want to just, they want to be the only people that speak in your life. Wise counsel is always going to lead you back to the Lord. Wise counsel is also always going to lead you back to the rhythm, rhythm of God. The wise counsel is also going to lead you to the word of God. And I'm not talking about a misconstrued perspective. Wise counsel is going to turn you right back to the face of Jesus because they know the wisdom that they are giving you only comes from the Lord. So there is safety in wise counsel. And I'm saying this because guess what, baby? You may not see your idol. You may not see your addiction. Ooh, you may not see your stronghold. You may not see your problem. You may not see your issue. You, you may not see it because when I am in repeti repetition, when I am caught up in culture, ooh, come on now, free us this morning, Holy Spirit. When I am in repetition, when I am caught up in culture, there are behaviors that were taught to you that you do, and you're not even aware that you do. And the reason, I remember one day JoJo made a face, and one of my friends was like, boy, you made that face just like your daddy. My husband been gone almost eight years. 
There are things that you do that you have had a habit of doing that you've done for years that you don't even recognize why you do those things. You don't even know that those things are in your life. You don't even know that those are bad habits, right? So wise counsel, wise counsel can come and say, Angela, girl, your slip showing. <laughs> Walking through the church, for those of y'all who understand this. Walking through the church, all pretty and prim. And then your whole slip hanging from under your dress. Or walking out the bathroom. <laughs> and there is toilet paper on your shoe. Or coming out the bathroom and your flyers unzipped. You thought you zipped your pants up. You operating in your norm, right? You moving around. But the whole time your fly is unzipped. Wise counsel will come to you and tell you the things that you may not can see yourself. And the only reason that we cannot receive wise counsel is because of pride. Pride to have you foolish. Pride to have you out here by yourself. Pride to have you thinking you don't. I hear from the I hear from the Lord myself. You do hear from the Lord yourself. We all hear from the Lord ourselves, but we all need confirmation. I thought that was me. I don't need a word from nobody else. God will send me a message through somebody. My responsibility is to take the message, to pray over the message, to ask the Lord, is this true? Because there may be an idol or a stronghold in my life that that. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. One of my friends, right, y'all, I was married for so long. I loved being married for so long. This was so powerful. One of my girls called me. She said, I want to share something with you. She said, uh, my, my, my husband had a very difficult time um, when I brought up my exes. And I didn't even realize I was doing it or it was damaging our relationship, right? And I said, okay, where is she going with this? Because I ain't my amen. But she said, when you are referencing, right, your late husband, make sure you acknowledge him as your late husband. She said, I know you over him. I know you ready to move on. She said, but your boo might be watching. <laughs> she said, your boo might be watching. And if you keep referencing him like it's your husband, he may think you're not ready to move on. There may be key words that trigger him. So make sure you reference, this is your late husband, which dispenses information as, that, as if that's a season of the past, right? That's wise counsel. <laughs> that's wise counsel. You need wise counsel in your life. Wise counsel may give you information that you have not recognized by yourself. And then you know what I'm getting ready to say here. Oh my God, thank you Holy Spirit for bringing us to this moment. We need to seek out wise counsel. You can, can I tell you something? I'm just gonna tell you for me. You gotta listen to your wise counsel. You cannot always be able be ready to defend yourself. When wise counsel comes to us and we are people who do not necessarily like to take on wise counsel, we are usually already on the defense. YouTube completely kicked off, Joda. We are completely on the defense where we are in a position and a place of not getting what we need where wise counsel is concerned. And we need to be able to receive the wise counsel of the Lord. I am so sorry. I don't even know why, but our YouTube 
just completely kicked off. Josiah is going to try to rectify this problem real quick, but I'm gonna continue teaching because we are almost just about out of time and I may have to reload this video for our YouTube family. Thank you, Joe. I mean, we may have to reload this video for our YouTube family. Let me give you a few more scriptures. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, uh, lust, evil desires, greed, which is idolatry. Um, gather together and come assemble, you fugitives from the nations, ignorant, take that out, turn that off, are those who carry about idols of wood, who pray to God that cannot save. Um, um, Judges 10 and 4, go and cry out to the gods you have chosen. Let them save you in your trouble, right? Um, your gods cannot save you in your trouble. Leviticus 19 and 4, do not turn to idols or make metal gods for yourself. I am the Lord your God. And those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take them up their names on my lips. Galatians 4 and 8, formerly when you did not know God, when you did not know God, you were slaves to those who by nature are not gods. So you got to get wise counsel. <laughs> like you got to get wise counsel. You got to tap into wise counsel and you got to make sure you're open to receive wise counsel because wise counsel, I'm about to wrap it up. Wise counsel may not allow, may show you something or show you there's an idol. It's just like most addicts don't know that they're addicts, right? Most addicts don't know that they have an addiction. Well, guess up, wise counsel. Remember they used to have the uh, show where they come in and they say, we need an intervention. Then what wise counsel does for you is it gives you an intervention. What a word from God today about wise counsel and dealing with us deeper on our idols. If this is your first time on the devotional, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We are a community of believers growing in grace in Jesus Christ who are learning how to take the word of God and just simply apply it to our life. We end every session with a confession, but before we do our confession, and confession reminds us of the power of God and his love. Before we do our confession today, I wanna, I wanna offer you two things. If this mini ministry has been a blessing to you, go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can give there, or you can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y, and you can find out all the ways that we serve the community. We will be back with Feed the Streets the first Saturday in February. We're trying to get above this curve, so we'll be sending out um, information to all our volunteers, information to all our supporters, so that we can get back into our community and serve those um that need us um because there is a need for us in the community so we'll be right back that first set that saturday in february i love you so much let's do our daily confession we're building up our inner man father god this day i release words of faith into the earth spiritual seed that bring both a spiritual harvest and a natural physical manifestation in my life i have no cares for i cast the whole of my cares on jesus for he cares for me I have no heavy burdens because I've taken Jesus's yoke, which is easy and his burden, which is light. I will not allow my soul to be cast down for I put my hope and trust in God. I'm above only and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. 
I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. I'm one spite with God and I abide in him always. I have the mind of Jesus Christ and the wisdom of God flows in me. Woo, thank you, Lord. And through me, my body is the temple of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost for the fullness of God dwells in me. I tread upon serpents and scorpions and I exercise righteous authority over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. I'm skilled in the word of righteousness and I call things to be not, that be not as though they were. I will not fear what man or spirit can do unto me because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Any tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ covers my spirit, my soul, and my body and has sanctified me and separated me from the world, the flesh and the devil. I not only have my senses exercised to discern both good and evil, but I aggressively come against the kingdom of darkness, spoil every plot and scheme Satan has waged against me and those around me. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I take my shield of faith and quench Satan's every fiery dart. I will not be distracted from doing the will of God and I will not stray to the left hand or to the right. I have sound judgment and discretion and I refuse to be deceived by Satan in any way. My mind is sharp and my spirit is keenly sensitive to disturbances in the spirit realm. I watch and pray and prevent evil from taking place because the Holy Spirit shows me things to come. I'm equipped with spiritual armor and weaponry and I'm never caught off guard by the wicked one. I sow fruits of righteousness and will never back down from the truth. I am bold as a lion and I refuse to be intimidated by the enemy. All things are mine and I exercise dominion over the earth. I reign in life by Jesus Christ through grace and righteousness. My love weapon cast out fear and I aggressively love others unconditionally for love never fails. All of my days are filled with abundance and prosperity because Jesus is Lord over all. I choose to be a vessel through which his will can be done in earth in Jesus name. Amen. Now we've had homework every week. Your homework this week is to seek out wise counsel. Ask the Lord to show you who's your wise counsel. Lord God, who's my wise counsel? Who am I supposed to be connected to? Who can I go to for wisdom? My God, and help me deal with my pride so that I can receive wise counsel in my life in Jesus' name. That's your homework to seek out your wise counsel to find out who God may have positioned and placed in your life to give you wisdom when you don't have wisdom for yourself. And then, you know my thing, if everybody is saying the same thing about you, it's a hard one. I remember when, um, <laughs> I remember when everybody was talking about how mean I was. People don't even know I used to be mean, 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 M-E-A-N, mean. Like mean, she still try to rise up every once in a while. And I bow her down with the word of God, mean, I was so mean. And when people used to tell me I was mean, I was like, y'all crazy, right? I y'all crazy, y'all crazy. My attitude had been becoming response to my environment. So my meanness was how I protected myself. Well, everybody wasn't wrong. Everybody wasn't. Everybody wasn't wrong about me. 
everybody was every everybody wasn't wrong about me they weren't wrong everybody wasn't wrong they weren't and so i had to begin to evaluate myself once i allowed the holy spirit to come into my heart and talk to me and show me where i was mean right and then can i tell you the ultimate wise counsel is jesus the word of god is your wise counsel do what the word of god says i love y'all so much ladies oh ladies y'all know what time it is tuesday night ladies bible study can i tell you something come with us tonight we learning how to be kingdom financial women we learning how to walk in our finances the way god tells us to we learning how so we can fund kingdom join us tonight bring your girlfriend in nobody ever wants to talk about money but it's necessary we're learning how to build our storehouses so god can bless us you can do bible study either via zoom or in our private group on facebook invite your girlfriend invite some new people to the group go to the group and just start inviting people into the group so that we can have more people share in the word of god you can do a zoom you can do it via facebook two weeks two weeks pillow talk completely booked sold out completely bible study is at 7 p.m central standard time pillow talk is completely sold out sold somebody say sold out closed doors are closed saturday january 29th the holy spirit is gonna pour all kinds of wisdom in you it'll be completely online um don't miss your assignment don't let the devil tell you you got something else to do you need to be at pillow talk <laughs> you need to be at pillow talk and let the lord pour into you at the first of the year i love you so much God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience, experience the love of God. Lysandra, you need to contact Shonda at justbeinglmj.com for Feed the Streets. I am not, we have a director of outreach. She's our volunteer director of outreach. I'm going to be able to pay her and pull her in full time. She is our volunteer director of outreach. She is the person that is completely over Feed the Streets. I talk a lot about Feed the Streets, but Feed the Streets is her baby. It is our mission, right? So contact Shonda at justbeinglmj.com and she will give you all the information and tell you how to sign up for Feed the Streets. She is our liaison and our connection. And that is, and she is the woman empowered to take Feed the Streets all over the world. That is her assignment to this kingdom. So make sure you contact her and get with her. I love you so much. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. I'll see some of y'all now. Ooh, and don't forget Cup this Friday. Tamika Hall. If you didn't see Cup last Friday at 12 Central Stand, Standard Time, it was so good. Pastor AJ was amazing. This Friday, Tamika Hall, Cup 12 noon. Take your lunch break and hang out with us. I promise you won't be disappointed. I love you. Go be loved today. Love. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.